five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Hello and welcome. This is Truth, Beer, and Podsequences. This is the podcast where my co-host and I listen to all the Cincinnati-based craft beer podcasts from the week before. We get together on a Tuesday here at our gracious podcast host, BC's Bottle Lodge Montgomery, and we give our version of how those podcasts went. Hopefully there aren't too many consequences from the hosts of the other shows. It's okay. So far, so good. I am Marco. I am a brewer and a bartender here locally, and I'm going to introduce the best co-host in podcast landia. I am Julia, and I drink all of the craft beer here in the Cincinnati area and beyond. Uh, uh, you do a little bit more than I that. I do a little bit more. <laughs> a little bit more. <laughs> I, I, I produce our podcast. I produce uh, the Weekly Pint when it happens. Yeah. Um, if you've ever heard of David... You're welcome. Uh, and I write funny things about beer during beer event season. Yeah. And, and I harass you our do. offsite producer, Jason, an awful lot. Yes. So all of those very things, important. <laughs> all of those things and more, I would say. The queen uh, So uh, very special uh, today. We have a special guest. Yes. Uh, at the beginning, let's go right off the rip and go ahead. Uh, so first time guests introduce themselves. Yes. Hi, I'm Michael Amon. I uh, founded Adina Distributing, and uh, I'm a longtime uh, Truth Beer and Pod Sequences fan. Nice. Well, we, we did uh, we did a, a, a whole portion of an episode dedicated about to you. Yeah. <laughs> so how weird was that? Listening to us kind of fawn over what you and yeah, Adina are about doing. Yeah, it just uh, it seemed normal <laughs> to me. I don't know. I, just, yeah. I, I, I couldn't believe it taken that long. I guess. Uh, no, it was, it was it. great. No, I thought it was funny. And, awesome. Uh, well, we're so glad that you're that you're finally here. We've been talking about this for for a bit, and yeah. it's it's finally happening. It, it's happening right now. It's, yes. It's happening. Any craft beer podcast wouldn't be a good one if you weren't actually drinking beer. Yes, and we do actually drink beer yeah, on this show. Yeah, we do. It's uh, true. Some, some of the shows that we cover we think aren't fake. quite drinking. It's fake. It's, they don't drink beer. Okay. Well, where they did don't. the burps come from then? <laughs> They're souls. They're souls. <laughs> they come from their souls. But we are drinking. Uh, we are, you know yes. what, Michael? Why don't you tell everybody what we're drinking? Oh, well, I'd be glad to, Marco. Yeah. As, as luck would have it, um, an Adina beer did take over the slow pour uh, right as we were about to start recording. That's yeah. true. We were um, all about to this get is, this a rally not, cap. It, it was all uh, <laughs> the universe working. It was orchestrated. Yeah. So, uh, of course, we, we all had a rally cap right before we started recording. And then uh, as that we finished that glass uh, to get another round mm -hmm. to, to start the show, that blue. And then the beer that came behind it is? Uh, Triple Crossings uh, Bohem. So it's a Bohemian uh, Pilsner. Um, then it actually comes from Virginia. We picked them up. We've been trying to get cans from them for a while. Okay. Uh, they won't let us. They only do draft. So places like VCs are the only places you can get them. This, I believe, besides maybe um, Liberty, is the only place you can get it on slow pour. Well, it's okay. delicious. Awesome. So it that's, is delicious. That's another reason to shout out our, our podcast host, uh, BC's Bottle Lodge Montgomery, and their sister store, uh, the uh, BC's Liberty location. Uh, get on over and get you some of this beer that uh, you can only get uh, at these two places. Mm -hmm. uh, you can get the beer other places. This is the only place you can get it on slow pour. Slow pour. Slow pour. Slow yeah. pour. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes, which slow pour as as is the only way to do 
a beer like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could do it another way. Well, you could, but, but it's this, not going to taste this is, as. This is the way to do it. <laughs> right? Okay. Uh, so, Julia. Marco. Uh, last we met uh, was a week ago. It's true. And uh, did you listen to any locally based crappier podcasts over I did. the past week? I did. I listened to a couple. Did you? I did. A couple. Awesome. So, Michael, did you? Yes, I did. Awesome. Ah, well, let's see page. what... Let, uh, let, let's make sure we're on the same page. All right. So, this was one that kind of came out of left field that we didn't know was coming. So, kind of a... Oh, gosh, here's an episode. We need to listen to it. Uh, Craft Parenting Podcast. They did kind of a mini episode. Yes, they did. All right. And, Michael, we didn't tell you to pay attention to... I missed it. Because, again, it came out a little late. That's okay. That's cool. (laughs) Um, What about... What's the one... Shoot. They were just here at BC's. I never remember the name of their podcast. Um, the it's the uh, the Burt podcast. The yeah, the Burt podcast. Shit, uh, sh- shit beers. No, shift beers. Shift beers. <laughs> shift beers. I listened to that one, Michael. Yeah, I did definitely. Nice, awesome, Marco. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Cool. That one actually hit uh, Sunday, which is a little earlier than I'm. I'm I was excited it. that it. Hit I was Sunday. excited. Too. I got yeah. to. I got to get that. Yeah, I checked off the list a day early. <laughs> and then one of the most, I say educational in the best way possible. I almost said the Cincinnati Brewcast, but let's, shit, but let's go did. for it. Uh, so now we need to drink. Oh, Whenever okay. I mess up that, that podcast, we, we drink the Cincinnati Podcast. All right. With, uh, with Brett and Mike. Cincinnati Brewcast. Oh, my God. What is, what is wrong with me? I even just said the Cincinnati Podcast. I even left Brewcast completely out of it. It's the most important part. I give up. I quit. I'm no, you done. Don't. No, you're not. <laughs> but you're not. yes, that that was another good one. For everybody, uh, thank you for your listenership. If you've been with us for a while, I appreciate it. If you are new to the show, thank you very, very much. Uh, tell your friends, tell your family. Uh, if you don't have friends, and I understand how that is, <laughs> uh, just uh, you know, uh, I don't know, just start sending the show to people uh, by sharing it and. Um, you know, I, I, we appreciate that. We will tell you how to get in contact with us for, you know, all of your reasons towards the end of the show. Mm-hmm. And now that we have talked about what uh, podcasts we listen to, uh, we're going to go ahead and choose which one we will talk about first. Let's go ahead and knock a Craft Parenting podcast out just because Michael didn't get a chance to listen. So Okay. But he, we, he probably will interject can, oh, as sure. though he listened. Absolutely. So yes. this was an episode. This is... This is a bonus episode that they put out, episode 60.5. Where'd they get that idea from? You know, I was looking at that going, that, that point five, that looks really familiar. Idea. It is a great idea. And I think that more podcasts should embrace the point fives. So yeah, I'm glad that Joe and... Absolutely. Caroline. Excellent. Have, uh, have taken on the point five... I, don't, I almost said challenge. It's not really a challenge, but taking on the, the life of, of having a .5. Well, they don't want it to be a challenge. No, not, I and think, I don't either. But. I don't think anybody from a podcast standpoint. Now, let's take uh, the gnome off to the side because what he does, he's got a vlog. He's got a blog. Mm-hmm. He's got two different podcasts. We only have one podcast. True. He has two podcasts. And so he's putting out a lot of content and YouTube content and all this other stuff. Uh, I mean, but... Of the the locally based podcast outside of what he's doing because uh, he's full time at this, mm-hmm. uh, I, nobody's putting out the content like we're putting it out. Definitely not. No. Definitely and not. with the consistency, it's true. So we have not missed a week yet. We're not just volume oh shooters. Yeah. We're this, not. We're not just volume shooters. We are also very act, very consistent. Yes. This is episode forty four, and we have not missed a week. 
Yeah. Knock and, on wood. Knock on wood, with, yes. With yes. the um, calendar episodes and the bonus point fives, we're like around 90-ish episodes. It's, ri- it's ridiculous. That and, is ridiculous. And I've had so yeah. much fun. Okay, let's let's go ahead and get into this one. Okay. Craft Parenting Podcast, episode 60.5, the one with the coffee beers. Um, I will put a, a tiny disclaimer. This was, they were decompressing from kind of the week from hell, which surrounded Mother's Day. And so they were drinking. Not because it not was because Mother's of Mother's Day, Day just, but just because it out so so they the, the one of their, series of events that <laughs> yes. happened around Mother's Day led them to needing to drink a bunch of beers. Yeah, and they picked a couple of all coffee beers. Yep, which was pretty cool. Um, they let's see, they had what I want to do because a lot of the episode was more about. Um, one of their kids getting sick and how they were trying to, to deal with that, which I'm I'm glad to hear that everyone's now healthy. Of course. Good. Of course. Um, but but it's true to brand because it, it, it did talk a lot about parenting. True. It is very true. It's very on brand for them. Um, there wasn't a ton of talk about coffee beers. They mentioned that there were some styles. They mentioned that there were some coffee IPAs out there, but they weren't sure that they had had any. So what I thought would be fun to do is to mention the coffee beers that they drank during this episode sure. and see if any of us have had those beers and then what are our favorite coffee beers. Because Crab Pairing Pod, Joe and Caroline are absolutely am- Caroline! Okay. They are absolutely amazing people. They put out a wonderful show, and we wanted to make sure that because they did talk... A decent amount about coffee beers that we gave it, gave it the credit that it's due. Sure. So while they talked about the events leading up to going out of town, trying to have a good time, finding out that their kid was sick, coming back, going, ending up going to the ER, you know, right. all of that stuff. So one of the first beers that they mentioned was Wake Me Up, which is a hazelnut coffee milk stout from Wiedemann's, which I have had. I was actually, I actually air quotes for those of you not on the live stream one a six pack of the, right over there camera's oh, right wow. there Every, everyone can see it uh, that I won f- one for uh, being one of the first in the uh, was it the pony keg pony barrel I don't remember uh, groups up for the straight street hill climb in Clifton oh okay that stupid ass .3 mile 13% grade uphill climb that did I you do. have a, a shot of fireball before you did that? I did because oh I was I was job. so I was <laughs> so this Good past job. year didn't, didn't you dr- weren't we drinking the night before that? Yes, we were at beer booze and bonks. Okay, uh, beer booze bonks, bonks, binks, bobcats, boobies, boobs, baseballs, basketballs, and I didn't know there were boobies biscuits. That one. Oh yeah, um, there's a lot of boobies. Okay, you, you had to ask the old guy at the shit, oh, shit. what, what booth, booth was, was that? that? Um, yeah, I can picture it. Yeah, so they were taking they donations. A- they were taking <laughs> donations, and Chris, uh, Chris from Shift Beers, mm-hmm. um, he's like, uh, "I give you a donation, but I, I gotta see your boobies." And he's like, "In." And so the guy and just so, lifted his shirt. So we got Chris got some boom. old man titties. So there, there you go. Uh oh. There were boobs at Beer Booze, Bunks, Boinks, Binks, and and boobs. They just may or may not have been the boobs that that you wanted. Um, but anyway, I won a six pack for being one of the first of the you know heavier female people to make it up the hill. I am. Familiar. And yes, I had a shot of Fireball. No, I had a whole mini bottle of Fireball. Yeah. Before oh I started, because I was not feeling the greatest, right. and I'm like, this I can is, see that. Yeah. It's a terrible idea to do 100% sober to walk up Straight Street. What, what part of Clifton is this? Straight Street. 
it's oh, going right, right. up Straight UC. Street. Yeah. So there are people that do that that run, walk, ruck. They carry a weighted mm-hmm. backpack up it. There are people that bike up it for this event, and then yeah. people that do a duathlon where they run up, bike down, and then bike up. Oh my! And we call this fun. I know. And then there's every, a wife carrying portion where every single somebody year, carries, yeah, carries their, their wife. wife up. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Oh my god! There, so it's in all seriousness, there used to be a guy that would do the bike portion. Riding one of the red bikes, like the city red bikes, yeah, those heavy, a... slow ass bikes, oh, that's mm-hmm. and he crushed it. It was ridiculous. Really? Yes. Oh, good. So on every single year, I go. This is a terrible idea. Why Buy am that I doing guy this? Wake me up. I'm telling you, but but getting a six pack of of wake me up is always pretty good. I like that beer. I like it's that a, one it's a lot. A, it's, it's a, a very beer. very uh, good beer. You you can't have it. You don't know. I may, oh well, I mean maybe I have, maybe I haven't. Oh, yeah. And maybe it was a bad idea. Michael? <laughs> Have you ever had uh, the Wake Me Up? I have not Amos? had Wake Me Up before. Okay. 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 Very good. It's so pretty good. If you, ever, if you ever see it out there, it's 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 at least worth grabbing a can or two. Okay. But, but I really... Right. Uh, let's see. The next beer that they drank and talked about was Magic Beans Coffee Stout from West Six Brewing. Definitely have not had that. I have not had that one either. Yeah, I haven't had it either, unfortunately. Okay. I don't okay. think I have. I don't believe so. They, it seems like a beer you might like have when you're just like oh what do they got okay coffee stout mm-hmm. i'll grab it but right. uh i i don't think i've i can't remember having it for me coffee in a beer is is tricky it's either a little too acidic too much of that coffee bitterness mm-hmm. or it's not enough and i don't know how to really describe it there but is. when you do a milk stout with it i feel like that just makes it the lactose and all that just makes it perfect yeah, so it, they enjoyed it that rounds one, out yeah. that sharpness, really. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. And then the last one that they talked about was Coffee Please, which is a stout from 50 West, which uh, I also have not had. Oh, really? Not yeah, no, have you? So I, I used to I had that when they... I don't think Coffee Please is a stout. Is it not? I don't think it is. Oh, I, I always considered it a stout. Is it? It, it? It's what it says. It's Coffee Please stout, right? Is I it? mean, I feel like I used to go there when they first opened up. And I used to get that all the time. Is it a stout? What's the blonde one that they put out? Uh, um, 50 West. That, that's did a 50 coffee West put out? Uh, I don't think it's not oh. Coffee it's not, Please. It's not. No, Coffee it's not Please coffee. is definitely a stout. Oh, coffee about. Please um, is a stout. Yeah, Matter Coffee yeah. Please is a stout, but there would, you're right. 50 West a, has done a, a coffee, either a blonde or some I was, other I couldn't figure style. out what you were saying. I'm like, I, I had this beer. No, you are right. You are right. <laughs> I was on a web show several years ago, and we had Coffee Please on Nitro. Okay. Yeah. Which, I mean, Stouts can go on nitro. You think of one prominent one? Technically, anything can go on nitro. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, you, you know. I mean, anything. I mean, I, th- I think I've heard there's a really small well, brewery out there that does, that can do that. Um, Guinness? Yeah, the, the, Guinness, the Guinness. Guinness, is that it? Hmm. Guinness yeah, company. Yeah, very, very dry stout. So, hey, apparently that works on nitro. But it in, took me a second to figure out. Because <laughs> it, and I made the joke. <laughs> it's like, Guinness, what is it? With, it's like, just like some weird that? yeast. Like, yes. Beck, what? Oh, okay, no. All right, now I got it, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's what's fun about this show is half the time, even the people that we're talking about in their show are like, mm-hmm. did, I, did I say that? Did I really? Yeah. Did, I, did I? What? What is happening here? But yeah, so listen to this episode of Craft Parenting Podcast if you want to hear about coffee beers. Sure. Um, there are a lot of and good fevers. ones. And fevers. No coffee point. beers and fevers. That just sounds like... Fever beers. I have a child. I don't know if I need to, like... Ice cold beer on the forehead throw. when yeah, they have a, when they have a fever. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it, did, it definitely sounded like I, Oh, not a, on the kid's head, on just my head. <laughs> 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 
but definitely check out the stuff episode. Yeah. That's a new one. Episode of Craft Parenting Podcast, episode 60.5, the one with the coffee beers. And have a coffee beer. To, I mean, I don't know. I feel like Cato is probably the only coffee beer that I would want to drink with it being 90 degrees outside. I like, uh, what is it, Solo that uh, Woodburn Brewing does? Oh, uh, yeah. I like that yeah, one. And the re- that's and, a good and one. I, I, I know uh, the brewer, so uh, he let me know that they don't use lactose. Uh, they actually use vanilla to uh, mimic that, uh, that effect that's of lactose. Huh. Nice. Which is which is fantastic for me, which means it. I yeah. can drink it. Awesome. That is nice. It's, it's always good. good to not have lactose, to be honest. I don't I have no lactose intolerance, but I try not to drink beers with lactose in them if it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. If you can I, do it another way, like you mm-hmm. said, like with vanilla, go for it. You can and brewery should. Yes. Or if they don't, they should disclose on their cans, on their website, somewhere that says these are the allergens in that are in. In part because of your insistence, <laughs> I've been meaning to email. I usually, I do ask my breweries mm-hmm. all the time if, like, there's a beer that I'm kind of, this is kind of sweet, and they don't say they have lactose. I want to find out. But I've been meaning to send out an email to everyone just to make mm-hmm. sure we're not getting anything with allergens, specifically lactose. Sure. Just to make sure that we're not getting, you know, and but I mean, for me, if I'm drinking these beers at home and they all secretly have lactose in them, I mean... Right. I, did, <laughs> I mean, no, it's, I it's just one I don't of those. Need that, I don't need those extra calories of like, it's already, I'm already drinking well, a 250 or, calorie. Or if you're sensitive 60, to yeah. it, you don't need that sudden surprise of, well, it doesn't say it has lactose. I'm trusting that because it doesn't say it, it doesn't have it. And then you end up having a bad time. You'd be so. surprised what you can get away with not putting on oh, I'm beer sure. labels. I'm sure. I'm sure. But we definitely yeah. appreciate you making the effort. From your side. I, absolutely. With what I haven't done it in, yet, yeah. but I'll, I'll get well, on you, it. You'll get, you'll, you'll, get, get you'll get there. You'll get there. You'll get, get there. there. Yeah. yeah. All right. Was there anything? But usually, I, mean, we, I, just, I do usually, I'll ask individual stuff, but I've not I've not done a sweeping policy of if it has lactose, you got to tell me. I mean, if someone's giving you like a West Coast IPA, chances are pretty good. I'm not saying 100%, yeah. but chances are good. You don't need to ask because it's few and far between, whereas if they give you a stout, something, a coffee type it does get tricky. It does get you tricky might, with right. New England's and that kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah, it gets exactly. super tricky with New England's. Because people kind of like, I think there is a problem, is that people kind of like that flavor, but sure. they don't want to drink a milkshake IPA. They just want a New England. They want and the so cream they want, they want it to be lactose. a little sweet. They want mm-hmm. it to be okay. It's a little bit, they just to cheat. Oh, we're going to throw a little bit of lactose in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hear you. Mm-hmm. So let, coffee let beers, be a little... Be a little cautious if you pick up a coffee beer and you have any lactose sensitivity. Reach out to the breweries if you're not sure before you buy a six-pack, four-pack, whatever it is. Sure. And uh, and hopefully most of them will get back with you and let you know. But Yeah, and if it has lactose in it, let us know. And we'll let you know, maybe. This yeah. is going to become a, a lactose-like... Sni- like, snitch line. Where, yes, like, a snitch who, line. Right. So every, every, <laughs> every that has lactose that doesn't, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't actually say it, you're just going to be like, all right, we're going we're gonna to blow them up on truth. So almost every podcast that we cover is starting to have some kind of line, a drunk mm-hmm. line, a whatever line. We're gonna have. We're gonna look into the snitch yeah, line. We'll look into it. <laughs> Let us know about the breweries that have lactose in their beer that aren't disclosing that they have lactose in their beer. <laughs> it's not the worst idea we've ever had. 
Oh, we've had public service. We've exactly we've had far worse ideas, <laughs> and we've had great ideas that we just haven't followed through with Dude, yet. Dude, I, well. I put a blocks in my beer last week. Yeah, you yeah. want to talk blocks? about terrible ideas? Yeah, a blocks. Shout out to blocks. Shout out to blocks for uh, one point four million dollar. Uh, I don't want to say uh, grant, but to to expand and to do yeah, more. Yeah, expanding. So mm-hmm. here at BC's Bottle Lodge Montgomery, they have a yes. little little cooler fridge thing behind the bar. Right. With the, the bullet blocks. It's basically frozen alcohol. It's like a right. 7% flavored. flavored block of alcohol. They have okay. strawberry, lime, pineapple, and there was something else, but I think they only had two flavors when we were here last week. We had gotten a round of, was it PBR? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah. why not? Why not? Why drink craft beer when PBR is available? And I said, let's spice <laughs> sure. this up. So I had, you know, producer Brian throw a strawberry-flavored block to blocks spice it, it up. Mm-hmm. Local company. Local company blocks yeah. it. It used to be Spike. It was Spike. It was Spike. Yeah. It was Spike. Yeah. It was spike. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now it's blocks. Yeah. Congratulations. And, uh, there was an article in uh, what, Cincinnati.com. There, yeah, the Business Courier or something, something like, like that, that about it. Yeah. Shout out to them. You made my PBR even better than what it was. Yay. And it was a bad idea just purely because I still had to drive home after oh, no. doing such things. Yeah, okay. It was fine. It's fine. But you had to be careful. All right. Let's let's uh, let's go ahead and wrap yeah. up the Craft Parenting Podcast that we have gotten way into left field with. <laughs> yep. Drink coffee beers. Listen to Craft Parenting Podcasts. They have a blog. They're on Facebook. And let's go ahead, take a real quick break, and decide... Which of the other two podcasts we're going to do next? Sounds good. Let's move on to Cincy Brewcast. There we go. I said it right. Good job. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're still going to drink, but sure. it's not kind of a forced thing because I messed right. it up. Yeah, yeah. This was a really cool episode because the gnome talked with Mike Morgan and Brett Coleman Baker, who not only do the Bruce Guys Happy Hour podcast, but also are a... I'm just going to say New York Times award-winning author and master brewer and brewery owner. Brewery's kind of hard to say every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Just, I mean, and especially as we get later in the show. <laughs> because oh, we've had beers. Yeah. I'd love to sit down and have beers with those guys. Oh, my God. That's that cool. would that's, be fun. That's Get them on our show cool. one day. We're going to continue the show like on the patio or in the parking lot after they kick us out because <laughs> that is going to be, or that, sh- if that happens, I'm going to say it's going to happen. I'm going to speak Let's it go. into the universe. Speak it into existence. When we get the chance to talk to Brett and Mike on our show, oh, yeah. it's going to last into the wee hours of the morning. That's going to be a very difficult day at work for all of us after that happens. This was also another Cincy Brewcast episode sponsored by yours truly. That's right, Truth, beer, Julia. And consequences. Oh, yes, Truth, Beer, and Consequences. <laughs> That's right. And uh, thank you to the Gnome. Excellent job, you know, calling uh, attention to our show. Mm-hmm. And, really uh, appreciate it. Truly appreciate it. And, yeah, thank you. He, he is taking sponsors. So yes. if you are yes. if you are uh, interested in being a sponsor, reach out to the Gnarly Gnome and truly appreciate how you are working our sponsorship dollars into your show. It's it's great, and and I, I th- with what we do, we're extremely niche. Um, his show has a lot of followers, and and we want to uh, hopefully get a couple of them to come and check out what we're doing. Yeah, I also want to give the gnome mad props for remembering all of the things during the show that he said. I'll try to remember to put a link to this in my show notes. He put a link to in the show notes. Oh, wow. good, good job. Hell, That's a big hey. deal. Yeah. He did a great hey, job. So, all right. 
if he can keep that up, he might he might he just have a handle on this that. podcast. Yeah. He really should. Yeah. Really should. should. Go full time at it. Uh, let's see. So Brett and Mike on this episode, they said, or well, I'm going to say that they committed to, even though this isn't maybe what they meant. They talked about how this current season of the Bruce Guys Happy Hour was all about the events kind of leading up and through the 80s in American craft beer. Yeah. And they have potentially other seasons planned right. to cover the 90s, the early 2000s, and the absolute nightmare of the, what craft beer is today. Yeah. Which is going to be really, really cool. Do you listen to the Bruce Guys Happy I, Hour? I found out about it because of you guys. Ooh. And I've been meaning to get into it. I haven't yet. It's, it's and awesome. And I need to, when, definitely when need to do that. Um, they are some of the most I, yeah. eye-opening. I, super, super. Yeah. I, I did not know it existed until I heard about it on your podcast. And so now I need to jump into I just haven't even gotten around to it. But, I mean, just based <laughs> on this recent episode and what you guys have said about it, I'm super excited about it. It sounds exactly what I'm into. Good. Um, yeah, it might cut into you know my truth beer pod time, but That's we'll fine. see. We'll see. That's we'll fine. See. I'll see if I can. I get... mean, once. I mean, really, for I don't us... drive as much anymore. So, <laughs> really, for us, once you know about these shows and you can support them by listening. Mm-hmm. That's kind of our job is is trying to make sure that these other shows have the listenership to keep doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You, you'll we get around. You guys, should, you guys have much more pr- professional production. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm, I'm just completely impressed by how how, how how good a team you guys are. You just stuff like, you're able you to just do. like well, the fact you. that we're buying your beers tonight. You can say. It. Oh my it's gosh, fine. that's right. It's they, they, I, finally, some free beer. Yeah. <laughs> About damn time. <laughs> you like being a distributor? You get a couple here and there. No, you got to come on Truth Beer Pod. Oh, yeah, get a go. beer too. Good so, God. Uh, the, uh, but yes, you, you. Thank you very much for the compliments and and you know hearing the names and and uh, of the hosts. Number one, uh, and then the 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 guests that they have on their on their pod. Uh, these are people that you know in from you know history in the industry. Mm-hmm. You know these names are are, are legends, Huge. buzzwords. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Brett the episode and, touched Brett on a lot of things. Yes, it wasn't go just ahead. about Bruce Guys. Yeah, so the episode touched a little bit about the Bruce Guys Happy Hour podcast. It also touched on Missing Link and Missing Link Fest and the Missing Link beers. Right. It touched on like Urban Artifact and kind of the the creativity and the innovation going on there. And throughout the entire episode, there was a big thread of what is craft beer in America right. anymore, really, because it is such a a much even from when I came into craft beer and knowing kind of what it was just five, six years ago yeah. to today, it is a vastly different landscape, even within a five year time frame. So to hear what the two of them had to say about it, knowing what they know about the entire history of craft beer in America was was a really cool conversation. One of the first things that they touched on uh, was a bit about urban artifact and astronaut food. One of the most, sure. one of if not the most expensive beer. It sounds like it's the make. most expensive beer. To yes, make. yes, to make in in the world or in the U.S. I didn't pick up. I on, think it has to be that. the world, right? I mean, if it's if it's the most uh, it's in the U.S., not, it has to be in the world. It has to be, yeah, yeah, because in well, in and, America we go who there, else we would go do that? Who would do well, that? Well, and the thing is, it's <laughs> not. Yes, it sounds like a, a a buzzword, clickbait headline type of thing, but this isn't them uh, busting apart uh, old computer towers to take out gold flake and throw gold flake into a beer. Right. right. This is them taking 
freeze-dried fruit and sourcing freeze-dried fruit, which is extremely expensive, mm-hmm. to put into a beer. And Brett talks about how long it took to actually procure the amount of this freeze-dried fruit mm-hmm. he needed to make this latest version of astronaut food. Right, right. So it's not it's it's not expensive for expensive sake. And they didn't even and set out to make the beer from a production standpoint that pricey it's just that's what happened right and even yeah. from a consumer standpoint the cost of the beer per can they're in they're in small eight ounce cans but that eight ounce can is a 15 percent beer i mean yeah. it's you you are getting your money are we considering now they said that they don't call it beer anymore they call i was it, yes yeah. that Fruit was tarts. an excellent point yes, that was very they, interesting they do not make beer anymore at urban artifact which I, I don't disagree with that at all. Oh, I feel I, like I do. what they're I do. doing. Do you? Okay, yeah. cool, cool. Well, I, I, mean, I, I, I know what they're saying. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's what you can call it whatever you like, mm-hmm. and they're making fantastic stuff. Oh, God, yeah. It's, um, and I, I, I get their point, but I guess, I guess it w- it's hard to say they're in a craft brewery. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so but, if but they're not a craft brewery. Well, it's because it, it, a certain amount of their production the the way they put together a recipe has to be malt because if it yeah. wasn't then it would be a wine right right or, so a, or yeah. a spirit of some sort but they, i think that i think it is an interesting way that i mean i think it's a fun way to kind of highlight the fact that they have found what you know he called you know getting rich in it in his niche right mm-hmm. yeah where yeah. these got these guys completely dominate a, the fruited sour category, and that's right. pretty much what they do. Right, and I and that Brett even said, sorry, not to go ahead. And, no, go for it. I was just gonna say, and he even said that to to com- complete the inflation of his head and his ego. Mm-hmm. And I I am hoping to to get to meet him and talk to him. Yeah, one me of too. These days, so hopefully he knows that I'm saying that in the best way possible. Well, I mean, in but, his but words. His, yeah, I mean, he wants to be. If not him specifically, Urban Artifact to be kind of that stepping stone in, I'll just say, not even craft beer, but the craft world, that when people think about sours or fruited beers or whatever you want to call them, they think about Urban Artifact blaze the trail into doing that and making that a part of almost every day like an everyday part of beer culture. Yeah. I hope that makes sense. Yeah, and to some some extent, I mean, I think that what he's talking about and a lot of what they talked about, and I think it'd be interesting too, what what Shift Beers mentioned as well, it kind of highlights the, what these breweries are starting to have to do, Mm -hmm. not necessarily, again, because we've talked about like what they're trying to do versus what what they, the breweries that they want to chase, the the, Mm -hmm. the drinkers that the breweries want to chase, or versus like kind of what what is kind of comes natural to a craft mm-hmm. brewery, and with Urban Artifact, I feel like they've definitely hit it out of the park. And that that's kind of there's very few places that have have that kind of reputation, not just in Cincinnati, but outside of Cincinnati in the state, and then in a lot more states as well. And it's because, and he said, it's hard, it's not easy, but you know. It, that's the only way because if there's a number that you have to hit you know you're not going to do it by doing what everyone else is doing right right one of the cool things kind of tying all of that together too is they talked about the and this is kind of a direct quote from the show the shared language of what a beer is mm-hmm. no longer really exists like when you say okay what's an IPA if I ask you Marco you're going to say one thing 
Michael, if I ask you, you might have a different idea if you ask me, and it's all kind of based on what's your first experience with an IPA, with a fruited beer, with this, this, this. It, yeah. it those lines between the styles and what what you're reading on a tap list in a tap room in a bottle shop and what you're getting could potentially be two completely different experiences. It is interesting to me too, because I remember when West Coast IPA was a small it's variant clear. It's, of yeah. was a small variant of yeah. the American IPA. It was, you know, supposed to be higher alcohol, more kind of a piney resiny, yeah. bitter you know, more IBUs, that kind of thing. You and then now it's it. just become, <laughs> now it's just become a, uh, just the way to describe it, not hazy. Like if an IPA yeah. is not hazy, you're going to call it West Coast. A West Coast, right. So it's, even, it's even interesting it's that not. that has kind of been watered down. I would say your experience is definitely, I mean, we buy beer. I buy beer from, you know, we've had, I think, 50 breweries mm-hmm. that we've picked up. If someone sent me, I said, this is a West Coast IPA. And they sent me some strawberry slurry. Mm-hmm. I'd be fucking pissed because that yeah, wouldn't because yeah. that I mean because there is still an understanding. I I don't think it's quite as uh, ambiguous as I think. Sometimes we can it maybe has changed a little bit. Sure. But I still think that people know what an IPA is, and usually if it just says IPA, you're probably gonna get you know your standard American IPA between five and a half to six and a half percent alcohol. If, if you go in any tap well, room or restaurant. Well, but I, I would I would almost disagree with that because. I buy a lot of IPAs while I'm right. here to take home, and most of them, they, they'll they say IPA, double IPA, nothing. Crack it open, and it's haze, and it's bro. Ha- and it's very hazy. You cannot see through it. You cannot write. So I, I think that's, that yeah. might be the case. Sometimes there is kind fine. of an assumption that something will be hazy a little bit, it, it, depending on, um, I mean, we're looking at Boss Tweed right Right, yeah, there. yeah, right behind it. It says yeah. unfiltered India Pale Ale. Which, if it's um, unfiltered, I would expect a bit of haze, and that's and that's fine. So yeah, Michael's going over Michael's to check out the can. Oh, we're. So this is King Reaper Double Dry Hop Double India Pale Ale. So that that could be if you didn't know that Double Dry Hop usually means it's going to be hazy. A little bit hazy, right? It's going to be right. and that is a very hazy beer. Well, but there's when, not there's not a West Coast IPA that I've ever made that wasn't dry hopped. Yeah. Or even okay. double dry hopped. I mean, it, it, it that that in itself well, is. But a little haze, I think, is perfectly fine. But when. But it doesn't have to be hazy, even if you're dry hopping be, it or right, double sure, dry yeah, hopping sure. it. I, I think I think you're probably right when it comes to hazy versus clear. Mm-hmm. You're not always sure what you're going to get, mm-hmm. and I think that, additionally, you're probably you might, the amount of bitterness in an IPA. Is not guaranteed. That is something that mm-hmm. goes back a oh, long time. Yeah. Oh, sure, sure. I, re- I, re- I remember when Truth came out, and it was a you know people were like, "Oh, that's a weak ass IPA." Yeah, I don't know if you remember that, but like the idea that yeah. that was like this this like you know kind of it was it wasn't bitter enough. It wasn't bitter enough. It, it had too much you know late hop. Mm-hmm. It should you know blah 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 blah. It's a good thing no one at this table regularly drinks Truth. I like. I, I, <laughs> I, I drink it every, every week. Monday. Every Monday. Every single Monday. Every single Monday. Yeah. I but didn't it, know that. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. It's a good beer. Sometimes it's the best sure. beer on tap if you go to a place that, sure. perhaps, um, I mean, you know. Right. Sometimes it's the best beer on tap. But it is just to kind of tie uh, it yeah, back into the podcast. Yeah, that's why I drink pod- it on Monday. Mm-hmm. There you go. But yeah, just to tie it back into the podcast, that language of what, when you read a style, you're not necessarily guaranteed to what you. 
and, and this is kind of individual for everyone. Some people might hear IPA and all they think of are New Englands because that's what they've had. That's what they like. You'd like to, but that some, would be someone who doesn't really know very much about craft beer. Right, right. Which could be, yeah. Yeah, as long as you're drinking it, who cares? En- enjoy it, you know, support all these places. Mm-hmm. But I do think that that was a very interesting part of, of their conversation was what you were introduced to for a particular style may not be what anywhere else gives you when you ask for that style. He used the MMO, the Massive Multiplayer Online yeah. game I analogy. I want to know what MMO Brett played. I think he was probably a stealth a stealth rogue in World of Warcraft. Marco has the blankest look on his face right now. If I had the shit beers fucking nerd button, I would be. I think. It I think. I think Brett so probably hard. was definitely a WoW player. I think yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, okay, just, okay. just that, would be, that. I think I, I don't have a better guess what, than that. What class? What class would Brett be? What class rogue? Be? Yeah. I, my that's. Because I just picture rogue to where he just goes behind people and just shanks the shit out of them. Wow. <laughs> because I could see him just being like... That's, that's his, pers- his persona, yeah. Yeah, yeah and he, I mean, I'm it's sure... Hard, it's hard. It's Now I can't get that out of my head, so I, I, don't have a, I do not have a better guess. Is he like a Leroy Jenkins or something like that? Yes, he would He would be... Yes, he just <laughs> runs he in and just... Leroy I Jenkins! I still want... I still want Blizzard to allow... Taran to be rogues because that would be the funniest shit ever. Yeah. Big fucking ass cow mm-hmm. in stealth I, took mode. Took me a second, but Come yeah, on. you're right. <laughs> Beth from Shipbeast. I know, I know you know what are, we're yeah. talking about. I, All I, right. I, yeah. No idea. <laughs> I have no clue. It's it's cool. It's fine. No All right. Idea. So let's get back to Cincy Brewcast. Sort, My sort of, sort of, kind of. Um, there was a real quick thing. Uh, Mrs. No where, had never seen. There was a real quick thing where uh, Brett was like. Knocking on the Brewers Association. I mean, it happens. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think you I mean. I am sympathetic to the idea that you know there's not really a with when you're talking about the Brewers Association, not really keeping. Uh, you know, it's not not. It's hard to say it politely, but not really. You know, doing shepherding shepherding to everyone right. to to be better brewers, and it's more just give us you know. Give us the dues, money, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a little bit of that. <laughs> but it, but you were saying, uh, I was I was moving on to to other parts of the conversation um, that Mrs. Gnome had never seen Top Top Gun. I almost said Top Gear. That's a completely different form of entertainment. Did you watch Top Gun? No. Since the last show. Hell no, I didn't watch it. You said you were. I I say a lot of things. Okay. I think today's the last day that it's on Netflix. To Is watch. it really? I think so. The thirty first. Oh, wow. Yeah. oh wow. So maybe I'll watch it. Maybe I won't. I don't know. I can I can find it other places. <laughs> it's not like Netflix is the only place to find movies. You probably find it on VHS somewhere. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think I still have one of those a VHS player in my basement somewhere. What about that awesome, uh, very exciting book that Michael's writing uh, yes. in production? Holy sound wait, like, what? Man, sound... <laughs> okay. Mike, yeah. well, before, Michael D. Before Morgan. We get, before we get to that, because that was near the end of the episode, yeah, let's true. talk a little bit about Missing Link. Okay. Because this weekend, from when this episode is released, yep. the day after, this yep. will come out on Friday, right. Saturday is Missing Link Fest in Northside, spanning between Urban Artifact and Humble Monk. I believe there are 10 different breweries that are going to be a part of the Missing Link Festival. You can get five beers from 
or five of the breweries will be on tap at Urban and the other five at Humble Mung. Right. So you'll have to travel between the two. I say travel. They're literally like you walk right across, across the street, the street yeah. from each uh, other. Michael said that the, there's not a parade. The, right. I believe that on the website there was mention of a parade and people dressed up as Sasquatch and all this stuff. I don't know. How I think there's still going to be a, like an actual Sasquatch dressed up. Yeah, as yeah. Sasquatch, Sasquatch yeah. does show up. I think is is the plan. I think he's. I mean, he's Sasquatch planned. is a main part of the missing. But the parade logo. is mm-hmm. not is not happening. happening. Okay, okay. They're, they're, next year is what they're thinking. Parade. Hey, that's fine. As long mm-hmm. as the festival is is a success and. And we were talking about this a bit in our pre-production meeting, but after Brett and Michael released the information about Missing Link Fest, a bunch of other breweries were like, oh, hey, how do I get in on this? I wish that I would have known. Right. It's a it's a yeast strain. The Link yeast is available to anybody. Mm-hmm. Anyone can get right. this. There are going to be From Omega. a whole bunch of, and they're Chicago-based, I believe. Yeah. Omega, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There are a whole bunch of home brewers that have brewed with this yeast that they're going to have. It sounded like some stuff from at the Missing Link Festival. Yeah, I was really, really so. impressed with the, uh, the head, like, say, with 30 home brewers yeah. with 40 beers. Yeah. Crazy. That's, That's freaking awesome. That's for, really for cool. Yeast, and, and this is me speaking as a non-brewer, so Marco, please correct me if I'm out of line with, with saying any of this. For using a yeast strain that... You're not quite sure how it's going to react to what you want to try to make from it. That's an awesome number of home brewers to say, I want to at least give it a go and see yeah. what I can do it's, with it. I'm glad there's yeah, 30 home sure. brewers, you know, just paying yeah. attention to, to what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and... I mean, We're all looking the, at market like, <laughs> and your take. <laughs> no, it's, it, it's, been out, it's been out for a year or two, right? I mean, because the... The, or the is it YouTube three because they couldn't do Missing Link the way they wanted to with the, COVID the happening? The first year, Wooden Cask was a part of the first year, and that right. was 2019. Okay, okay two, very okay. good. Okay, so thank you. It, thank the, you. the yeast strain's out there, so homebrewers can get it. And yeah. I mean, I, I would imagine that homebrewers should or could or would have given it the, the opportunity to, uh, you know, go through some test batching. I mean, mm-hmm. homebrew test batching, you know, on a five gallon you know system i mean uh setup i mean you can uh test batch a homebrew and and depending on the the system or the method they're using whether they're uh keg conditioning it or bottle conditioning it i mean you could have uh, a homebrew ready in i don't know three weeks or you can have a homebrew ready in let's see six weeks uh bottle condition probably uh so I mean, you, you've had enough time since 2019 to maybe give it a go once or twice, a couple times, and and find out how that yeast is going to work. Because it's a diastatic yeast, which means it's going to just chew the shit out of everything. Um, that, that so all of you local in. breweries that did not brew a Missing Link beer this year or the years leading up from 2019 until now, next year... I, I would love to see. Yeah, give it a go. I would love to see twenty. Plus. I'd love to see thirty. Yeah, I'd love Absolutely. to see thirty breweries. Absolutely. I think it, I think it definitely could grow to that for sure. For sure. We'll pester sure. our breweries. I know. Good. We, we were talking to Listerman. <laughs> they're like, ah, just you know, we missed it. Yeah. So we'll try next time. And I mean, I understand that depending on what a brewery already has on their calendar for mm-hmm. this is when we're going to brew this and this and this. Sometimes yeah. they just. But but can't. this is an However, opportunity. Sure. Oh, yeah, I agree. This is an I opportunity agree. from. 
from the ground up to build something that's uniquely Cincinnati. Okay. And I think it's also cool that it really is beer focused too. Yes. Like it's really talking about the science of beer and the history of beer and everything. And that Cincinnati. It really yeah. and Cincinnati is, yeah. is is definitely a key part of it. And that's why I think it's so cool about this festival, is that there's not going to be like there's not. I mean, we talk about gimmicks, but I mean, this is the gimmick is check out this part of beer science, this part of beer history, this is how the beer is made, this is how it was made, all that stuff. And look, the beer is super interesting. I've had, I think, what I, I know I had um, wooden cask recently. I haven't had Brinks yet. Um, but it's like the beer is definitely, it just tastes like you're drinking, like it does taste like history because it doesn't taste like a commercially viable mm-hmm. beer. If that makes is the, yeah, the yeah. best way to describe it. it. Yeah, that's, that's the way I imagined yeah. it. I yeah. haven't had any of them, but that's the way I imagined it. Yeah, it's, it definitely tastes like if you ever like go like on vacation or something like that, and and go to like a, enjoy like a local delicacy that you like you know have had like kind of like the the, the tourist version. Mm-hmm. Like you you accidentally have the, the American, like kind of so to, yeah. for example the Americanized version of like Chinese food, right? And then you go to an Asian country and mm-hmm. it's like this is yeah not at all what exactly it's, so it's, it's kind of like good, you're just it's amazing but it's, it's kind of a different. return to in some ways you're kind of like oh, I'm glad we kind of moved past this but in other ways it is really cool to kind of appreciate sure you know something that is done not because hey this is what a you know our marketing research says these are the flavors that you're gonna like this is like how oh, we just pulled this yeast right. out of we a fucking just, laboring right. tunnel and we're right. gonna right. we're and gonna I, brew it and you're gonna drink it you know right. and i forget who said it on the show but i think that it would be cool if a non-cincinnati brewery said we mm-hmm. want to try to see what we can do with it and be part of missing link fest sometime in the future i think they said that they would put them in a tent like a block away yeah. to where you know. Yeah, Brett said it, and then Michael's <laughs> like, "Nah." But it would, be, but it would be cool to, to see what. It'd be nice to see what that, like that, Pipeworks that might know. do with yeah. that. Or, yeah, or, I agree. You know, I agree. Bramari. Uh, let's see. I only had a couple other notes on this episode. Um, so the, I'm going to say that the next version of astronaut food to kind of go back to the most expensive beer in the world sure. is going to contain and and be fully made with fruit that Brett has freed, freeze dried himself. Oh wow! They did talk about that. We talked a, bit. a little bit about that. Yeah, a we Dyson a may or may not be involved. Right, a Dyson. Okay. So that's going to be kind of one of the next things, and as you said. Michael Morgan has a new book that he's been working on for Super the last exciting. decade Seems and a half. Very, very upbeat and positive. Uh, yeah. Just highlighting some of the history uh, in Cincinnati uh, that people you know, don't talk about. People don't talk forgotten about it. Forgotten history. Yeah, it's forggotten history. It and about the National Guard massacring all those uh, people. I mean, was that what it was? Yes. Yeah. Oh, damn it. The biggest. Uh, wasn't one of the biggest National Guard massacres in history that no one no one talks about. Yeah, the gnome's like, hey, tell us about the new book. And he's like, yeah, like, it's murder. It's, it's a National Guard murder. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but it's like yeah, it was bad because everyone liked it at the time. Like, oh, jeez. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. So bad. Terrible. So bad. You can find Michael Morgan's books at queencityhistory.com as well as probably Amazon. I know that I've seen them at some local bookstores like Joseph Beth. Um, let's see, artifactbeer.com for all things urban artifacts. If you want to know what else Brett and his team have been cooking up and freeze drying and just the complete randomness of some of their beers, which are, they're genius. Even if it's not a flavor profile that I'm necessarily into, 
they're able to make it work. Mm-hmm. The kimchi beer from was that around Christmas time? I think. I don't recall. Did I taste that with you? Who was no, I with that no. I tasted it with? I did not taste it. Shift beers talked That's about it. That's what it was. So, Shift yeah, beers talked yeah. about it. I was like, I, I felt like I was in the room. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, it wasn't. You you actually weren't in the room. You listened to it a yes. week later and on if, Shift Beers. And if you are not doing anything on Saturday, June the 4th, which is the day after this show comes out. Go Come down, to Valley Vineyard. Go, Beer and go, Wine go, Festival. Go to Valley Vineyard Beer and Wine Festival on Friday, June the 3rd, the day that this comes out. And then the next day, go to Northside and jump between Humble Monk and Urban Artifact and check out Missing Link Fest. And, I guess you could do that. And really taste a part, of, like quite literally, a part of Cincinnati craft beer history. Well, uh, let's take, Michael, your glass is empty, which is unacceptable. Uh, yep. So we're going to take a super quick break, and then we have the most fun show to wrap up this episode with. Shift beers, so hang out with us, and we'll be right back. We Another. are back. Another super quick break. We all have fresh beers in our glasses. Nice. So let's go around the table and share what we're drinking. Marco, I'll let you start just because I'm sitting right across from you. Yeah, it's no problem. I got this, uh, pulled this out of the cooler, a uh, little brewery. Uh, it's called Three Floyds. I'm Never having zombie dust. That must be new. Is that a, is that a new thing? Are they uh, local? I don't. I don't know. They no, might they be don't local. seem to be. They huh. don't seem to be local. How fresh is that can? How good could they possibly be? Uh, I don't. I, I Can't mean, read. They that. have to be okay, right? Uh, <laughs> it's. I mean, you'd, you'd like to think. That's a big can, by the way. Package. That's a- April. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a nineteen and a half. Or nineteen and a half. Or nineteen point two. Package. Go big or go home. Mm-hmm. April fourteenth. Of this this year. Nice. A See, week before th- our birthday. That's right. There you go. Our birthday. You guys really do have the same birthday? We do. Yeah, we really do. We, the first, <laughs> not first, a joke. The first day I know we you, met. I think you said that before. Yeah, it's not a yeah. podcast. Yeah. 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 It's the, the, the same first day. I think, I think after I friended you on Facebook, there was something about your birthday, and I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Did you just put like a random day? Because there's no way. Yeah, I checked mm-hmm. your Facebook to put it on my birthday See, on my I page. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. But no, the first time we met, we actually yeah. pulled out Let our driver's, driver's license. license. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, actually did that. Like, yeah. are you serious? This yeah. is too cool. <laughs> and and yeah. yeah, we same, both had the same the same, same day. It's pretty. It was it was meant to be. That's yeah, all that's I'm gonna awesome. say. That's it. So that's what you're drinking. You have three Floyd Zombie does. I do. Michael, what we you told us to surprise you. You did. Very good surprise. Yeah. Valkyrie IPA from Esoteric. Uh, from Esoteric. Yes. Really good. Yes. It's still not super clear, but it's mm-hmm. not. That's not hazy. I wouldn't call that hazy. Oh, I would call it hazy. Oh, I would, would you? call it. Okay. Yeah, okay. I would call it hazy. Well, I think it's deliberately hazy. I think that's what yeah. they, that they're going for. Yeah, it's delicious. I've had it before, and damn good. And then I asked producer Ben. I said, "Surprise me with something that's under nine percent because I still need to get home tonight." Right. There you go. And he poured me a B mine. So kind of the collaboration beer with uh, with Street Sign. Oh, beautiful. Higher gravity. In higher gravity. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And I've had this. I I've didn't had, realize that was on tap. Yeah. It's yeah. it's good. It's super I, sweet. So it's one of those. It's not yeah. as sweet as pie cubed. That was too sweet. Mm. Yeah. But. We, we had it on tap at higher gravity when we soft opened. And then we went through it pretty quickly. It's good. I mean, you have to like sweet beers. Mm-hmm. So for some people, yeah. this would not, they would not enjoy this. But I love it. It's great. All right, Chip Beers. Mm-hmm. Episode 82, Bring Your Own Adjunct. A couple weeks ago, they put out a request on their social media for Patreon episodes saying, hey, give us some ideas for 
Patreon episodes and bonus episodes mm-hmm. that we can put out. And one of the someone named Jula, J U L A, according J-U-L-A. to the show Jula. notes. Yeah. <laughs> gave them an idea to make your own adjuncted beer. So right. get a beer, and what do you want to throw into it? Mm-hmm. I thought this was and throw it's, something. It's a brilliant it. idea, and, and I, I, it was so fun to listen to them all. It was because they were all. Was. It was funny how half-assed the first one was with just a Cronin line. Was, so was that half-ass or was that absolute brilliance? Because. Corona is not an adjuncted beer. Like everyone it's makes not. it. No, it's one. not. You know what I right. mean? So to me, I'm like, okay, that. It's a, it's that's a check style lager, actually. Is, is it really? It? Okay, okay. Yeah. I was not aware of that. So let's let's kind of go to the beginning of the episode. It was the entire crew. They started with you know drinking like they always do, and they brought up something that I've always thought. Whenever I see one of those Salt Life stickers, oh yeah, oh, I, oh yeah, every single time that my first glance, I say it's Slut Life. Slut Life. Whatever. Gotcha. Whatever. Yes. Yeah. I don't care. Do what you want to do. Salt Life. Slut Life. And I meant to say this yeah. at the very mm-hmm. beginning of this episode, and I just forgot. But Happy Pride Month, everyone. Oh yeah. So oh yeah. We'll be cheers there. to 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 that and to everyone in the LGBTQ plus community. Sure. We love you. We support you. Absolutely. And do your thing. Be Definitely. you. Be yep. you. And we are here for you. Um, that has nothing to do with slut life or salt life. But, again, meant to say it in the beginning of the episode. Forgot to say it because I'm it's a terrible not, person. We, but well, we're recording the day before. <laughs> so, it's, 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 right. yeah, we, we're, not, we're not yet in the mindset yet. Right. So, they did bring up that they felt that because... I share my Patreon account with you, Marco, which we still need to watch the Patreon episodes. Yeah, and by the way, they <laughs> they make it sound like all we do is get together and share and Patreon. And just share accounts. Uh, it's never we happened. Haven't, we haven't yet. The intention has been there. <laughs> all right, so we we have it on our show notes that we're going to It is to literally today. You've written been meeting on. to live the slut right. life, but you yes, haven't. Yes, but Correct. we haven't. So, but yes, they, but they were life. like, well, you know, what kind of vehicle it probably being, what kind of vehicle normally has these the Salt Life stickers on them. So because they kind of called me out for, you know, the sharing of the account, I'm going to let them know exactly what I drive. I drive a fucking Ford F-350 diesel with the extended cab, extended extended bed, and of course it has a big-ass pair of truck, truck nuts, nuts hanging off the back. Fucking truck <laughs> nuts. Fuck you, shift beers, and your slut life, and your salt life, and I will share all of my Patreon episodes. You could fit Josh's truck in your truck. Yeah. Josh's jingles like I got a truck. It's like you call that a truck? Yeah, that's a truck. Right, exactly. Well, yeah, that that was nowhere near an Australian accent, but uh, the intent was there. I got it. I got it. Yeah, I'm familiar with the reference. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. All right, they they talked a bit uh, talked a bit about dipping pickles, which mm. was. Kind of led into some Corey talk and to some other, you know. Of course it did. Speaking of It always does. When you talk about pickles, you got to talk about best husbands. So I don't know. I don't know why you wouldn't. That's where they went. But then they dropped some amazing news. Shift Beers has a drunk line. Yes. Yes. So write this number down. Everybody ready? The drunk line number is 804 Four four five, two three three seven, which when you spell it out is eight zero four, high five beer. It's brilliant. Lee, Th- this looks correct. That uh, looks correct. 
So shift beers, Michael now has the drunk line saved into his phone contact, so be expecting some ridiculous voicemail soon. Lee, you were one of the first people to tag shift beers in a post. We expect you to be to yeah. be leaving voicemails on, on the drunk line. We're calling you out on that one. Jake from the Higher Gravity Residential Center. I guess I'll call the uh, condos hi, above higher gravity, higher gravity uh, 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 regular. Jake. <laughs> yes. You should call the drunk line as well. Anyone that's ever been on our show, call the drunk line, leave a message, and have a blast with it. Then, after all that, they got into the meat of the episode, which is make your own adjuncted beer. You always see beers everywhere that's a stout with brownies and an IPA with cake batter and God knows what else is out there. Sure. Lager with lime, technically, right. it would be an that's adjunct. An adjunct. Yeah, that is that's an adjunct. adjunct. So Anything that, um, I mean, a lot of people used to call, like, you know, like the rice and corn syrup. They used to call that adjuncts, too. Oh, really? Right. I didn't know yeah, that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, okay. yeah, that was kind of yes. like it started as like an insult, and they realized, like, well, it hang on a second, we're putting good. a bunch of... Well, we're actually putting a bunch of other stuff in that would also be adjunct. So I feel like when I first heard about like adjunct lager, that was all like shitting on A.B. Miller, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that, that's 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 old. That's that back before we started putting Oreos in beer and stuff like that. Right. Which I, I have to say, I think that Oreos and stout, like an Oreo flavored stout or cookies and cream stout, I guess, to not get tagged with any lawsuits. Right. To, well, to not get too deep in the weeds. It's not legal either. <laughs> Hmm? Yes. It's not yes. legal. It's not legal. To what? To throw a donuts in the mash tun. It's illegal? Yeah. Correct. I can see that. If you're putting in it or if you're uh, throwing a spaghetti in your mash tun <laughs> yeah. or if you're uh, if you're, you know, tossing, you know, donuts in the mash tun or whatever, of course you're not putting that on your sheet that's going right. to get uh TTB approval. Interesting. Uh, nice, I, I, no, I, I nice, something nice new photo every opportunity, episode. but yeah, it yes. has uh, almost zero effect on the beer. It is funny. Like I feel like I've we were because it, it came up in brew, uh, Brewcast and it came up in Shift Beers, like the idea of throwing just that, that random shit. Yeah, and it, it, it feels like a little bit like I know people used to do that. I don't think people do it as much anymore. If they were doing it, I'd be the guy buying the beer to sell that to people. <laughs> it just doesn't happen as much because people. So you're the enabler, is what you're saying here. I yeah. wish. I mean, like I would be if people were still buying it and people were still producing it. But right. I mean, yeah. like, well, I mean, Listerman got name checked a couple times in in mm-hmm. shift beers, and it's kind sure. of. I know they used to do because yeah. they used to do stuff like that. Sure, absolutely. Sure. And but I mean, I and buy some of them every were amazing. beer. Some of them didn't hit the mark to be nice. But. And I mean, just. Lot is you know, list it's a different era in Listerman, and on top of that, like it's a different market now. Mm-hmm. It is, and I mean, we buy every beer they make. I they did make a Lucky Charms beer that's a when it comes to like, goofy ass beers like that, that's like we got like 30 cases of that, mm-hmm. and I wish we got a little more, but um, I mean, that was not like that's like those are not the beers we're getting from them, it's usually just like. New England IPAs, you know, they do a ton of traditional stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's true, like most of our breweries. Like, we would be like Untitled Art's another great example oh, yeah. Yeah. of a place that does goofy ass beers, but you ever have actually what they make? They're actually pretty good. It's like, it's, it's not, it's not like locally yeah. urban artifact. Yeah. The, the fruits and the different things that they do. The kimchi beer, the 
one of my current favorites, the spicy key lime mm-hmm. that has habanero, ghost pepper, and jalapeno, I believe. I mean, yeah. It, I mean, it's stuff that you're like, why would anyone drink this? But my God, they like Untitled Art. They mm-hmm. do a phenomenal job. I think that when a competent brewer, I mean, like I think yes. there was a lot of goofy ass stuff, stuff that people sure. were doing for attention, and you know, it's not completely died out. But it, it, I mean, at the end of the day, you're not going to fool beer. People are paying fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty dollars. Uh, four pack for a place mm-hmm. or more. Well, at I was, was going to say minimum or more. Price yeah. just increased. Yeah. Yes. If you're going to pay that, you, people aren't stupid. They're going to want it actually to there taste good. There better be I, like, actual stuff that... Snickers in my fucking can. <laughs> no. When I pour that out, I, mean, I want chunks of Snickers to be falling right. out of that stout. From a, <laughs> a the place I brew beer at uh, last year had a social media picture where there were. Um, uh, Branded peanut food. peanut butter peanut butter candies. I'm familiar with this beer. Peanut butter candies on the <laughs> thing. We never used peanut butter candies in the beer. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah. But that was a flavor profile, and how it else a are you going profile. to indicate yes. we, that this is the flavor profile? We sure. we we put together uh, the way to make that profile, but we did not put any peanut butter candies. That was actually in my the first beer. cellar dweller beer ever. Was, was puzzle oh. pieces? Yep. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> it was it was absolutely delicious. I love we, it. We we yeah, we didn't get enough of that. That was that was, no that was a long did. time no ago. No one got enough of that. And that was before I knew Mark. <laughs> did you that try the draft version last year? No, we maybe I did. I um It turned it it definitely was a little more like what we wanted the first mm-hmm. version to go. The first version Michael was was heavily involved with the uh the the response uh, the and the and not just the response but you know the uh, the distribution of that beer yeah well, no we we I mean like I don't know what we can say you, you guys you can start say. clapping whenever you want but we yeah. yeah we picked up you know we got about forty cases of it and um, you know sold it out there it had a wonderful logo it was a great tie-in to I believe there was a, a, a nonprofit that it was associated with well it, the the thought of um, the story was uh, about a a child who. Um, my wife worked with who uh, passed away and he had uh, autism. And mm-hmm. so the puzzle pieces, although they weren't the colored puzzle pieces, yeah. connected because his favorite candy was that uh, peanut butter um, okay. peanut butter chocolate candy. I did not know that. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I mean, as awesome as it can be, given the yeah. circumstances. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's an unfortunate loss, but also it was um, came together as a... As a um, as a beer for for them for the family. Nice, that's very nice. So, but yeah, Michael so was I, involved, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that yeah. was that was one of the that was one of the craziest experiences that we've had as a brewery. So we had yeah, we had uh, a kind of cow try and buy them all. It was like, oh, that's what it is. We'll take them all. Yeah. Yeah. So to try to transition that sure. back into <laughs> shift beers, yeah. thank you for making my job incredibly hard, Marco. Ah, uh, no problem. Uh, they. So I don't want to necessarily expose okay. or reveal all of the different adjuncts, but I want to right. talk about their reactions and kind of the general idea of what they did because people need to listen to this episode. Yeah, you um, should. Chris and Brian from Shift Beers were here when we showed up to start recording, and I let them know that I always laugh during 
shift beers when I'm listening to it, but I laughed more during oh, was, this episode uh, than I, I have in a in a long time. I was I mean, listening. I was listening in my bedroom, and I bet that my family all the way in the living room could hear me laughing <laughs> yeah, I at was, this episode. I and we're not going to give the majority of the episode away because right, right. It, it it was fucking hilarious. Um, Michael, what did you think? Uh, it's every time I listen to a Shift Fierce episode. I mean, it's hilarious. Yes. The the burping is. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. It's noticeable. It's yeah. disgusting and amazing <laughs> and just like oh really my god, at- atmosphere. These poor for sure. guys. <laughs> poor but the, but don't you feel like it pulls you in almost like you're 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 there? You're, yeah. You're, if it really if, does seem like you're just watching four people get shit faced and talk about <laughs> some which goofy is exactly shit. But like, what it is. Like, yeah. But it feels like you're you're just. This, you're like, this is what it's like to sit around drinking with friends. It is both a perfect idea and name for a podcast about exactly what they're doing. Right. And it's yes. neat, too, because yes. they really are still, like, super into beer. Yeah. They're getting, you know, it's a good combo of, you know, people who are, you know, into, there's, I think, there's one of the guys is a brewer. Mm-hmm. Um, people who are involved, you know, in the serving of beer, mm-hmm. in the marketing of beer. It's very fun to see. There, that kind of you know, people who've been in beer for a very long time. Yeah. Um, it's fun to see their opinions and and, and stuff. You get to uh, see those tiny yeah. peaks behind the curtain for each of the different jobs that they hold. Yeah. As they're talking about it, like you sure. get to hear a little bit about when we tried to market this or do like a social media post about this or trying to design the logo for this, you get those occasional tiny peaks behind the curtain on those aspects of being in the brewing industry right. while they're having a ton of fun. So And this this episode was fun because the bring your own adjunct. So pour your own beer and throw something in, in it, it to make it taste like whatever. Yeah. And yeah. what's funny is it, it almost sounds like an idea that you have to think about when you're already drinking with friends. Yeah. And it's like Dude, this is Dude, such this an, awesome. This is such an awesome idea. And then you all go out and you get stuff and then you come back together and you realize that sometimes the execution <laughs> is like of that idea just it's, doesn't work. Yeah. Just like last week when I put a fucking block, strawberry blocks in my PBR. I, Although that was delicious. I, d- worked, worked better than some of than the ideas they had. <laughs> they had. It seemed yeah, like it was kind of hit or miss, but that was kind of the point I feel like. It was yes. the so experimentation. My, so let's kind of again without really revealing too much just because sure. people need to li- if you've never listened to shift beers this would be an amazing episode to start with yes there are some i don't i don't want to call them inside jokes but jokes that if you've been listening for a long time will make more sense than if this sure is the first episode. And, and and there's nothing but, wrong with that i think i, no, I no, think no. the jokes like that go a long way with helping to build a base right i Correct. mean if if if, if you listen to a show for a while and, and you hear stuff come up and you're like, oh, that, that harkens back to this or, or this is regular this or, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. It's it, it, you, you, you build a, a following, a listenership with those things. So Absolutely. I don't mind those types of things. By the way, Hidden Gems, there's probably some of these throughout our show as well. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> there absolutely are. Uh, let's see. Brian. Brian's adjunct combination, I thought, was the best because it is the most commonly self-made adjuncted beer that you don't even realize is a self-made adjuncted beer. Mm-hmm. So to me, his was the winner 
taste aside, like not even putting the taste whatever into it, but it's something that is done every day by probably tens of people, if not more. Tens so, of people? And tens for, of people. Which one, which one was Brian? <laughs> tens, tens of people. So for anybody who doesn't understand what we're talking about and you're listening to uh, a cra- uh, a podcast that higher than tens, uh, right? A craft beer podcast that talks about craft beer podcasts. So if you don't know what we're talking about with adjuncts, it's like any going back anything mm-hmm. that you're putting in beer that isn't part of that original that isn't beer. part of that original uh, grist bill. So you got right. your 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 uh, water, yeast, hops, mm-hmm. uh, uh, grain. grain so let's you know, just and say, and that grain could be. It's. it's I, I will say. I mean, like, would I mean, technically, I know what we're saying is build your own adjuncts, but I mean, adjuncts would be in the brewing process. This is obviously kind of like outside. Yeah, outside. A little bit of like, sure. yeah, a little bit of you know, bootleg kind of right sort yes. of thing where you're yes. you're just putting it back you're in. Yeah. Putting it back in. Yes, exactly. Yes. Uh, Michael, uh, I'm going to put you on the spot here uh, just right. after I put Julia on the spot. Julia, mm-hmm. oh God. you're coming to, uh, let's say, you, uh, we're going to record Truth Beer Pod okay. at Chris's Garage. Okay. Bring your own adjunct. What are you bringing? And what beer and uh, what style of beer oh and what God. adjunct? Oh, God. This, um, mm, okay, on the spot. I think that I will bring as my base. I'm going to do Saunders Cato, their coffee blonde. Okay, because which already has an adjunct. Correct. It, it does. It does. Didn't say it couldn't. But That's you didn't right. say it couldn't. You're right. You didn't You're say it couldn't. You're absolutely right. So I'm going to start with a coffee blonde. And I think for my adjunct, I am going to throw a Stroop waffle into it. Okay. Because part of the quote-unquote typical Stroop waffle experience is you put it over a mug of hot coffee, let it kind of melt, let it kind of absorb some of that coffee steam, and then you eat it. So I think that a Stroop waffle adjuncted Kato would be what, what I would make. Nice. Michael? Michael? So when I meant to bring this up when we were talking about coffee beers and we got a little off it. But we, actually, we are one going of the full first, circle with, with this and Craft Parenting Pod. Why did you first, guys drink Kato? I mean, come <laughs> on, man. One of the first uh, beer events I ever did, uh, we had... Uh, like cool events, like they like do yeah. something original. We had a uh, firkin of Commodore Perry IPA from Great Lakes, and we put uh, some Cleveland uh, brand coffee in there. Okay. I wish I could remember the brand name, Cleveland but it was so basically it was not the Cleveland <laughs> Steamer, <laughs> but the uh, maybe it was yeah the Cleveland Steamer Coffee Company. I hope to God that's not a thing. Yeah, it's just like anyway, yeah, smell it while it's hot. Oh. But, oh. <laughs> so the um, so what we so it was but it was such a fun thing because it was when you're talking about bitterness like the acidic mm-hmm. bitterness of coffee and the kind of natural bitterness from hops. Okay. And it was a fun pairing because you do kind of get a like a roasted dark character. Wasn't it was basically like a white black IPA. So like it was a black IPA, but it looked like a, a normal Cascadian IPA. dark ale. Right. So it was a Cascadian a white ale. Cascadian is basically dark it was, ale. Well, yeah. So, so so you would do an IPA with coffee. That 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 is okay. what I did. I mean. So what so would we, you I've do? So like if I was gonna yeah. say like just completely BYOA, mm-hmm. um, I feel like one. I, I feel like the, the, one of the fun things to do. Is to instead of having a um, 
like it wouldn't necessarily be it would be an adjunct because it would be going into the beer but those little mini watermelons are so fun to drink out of oh i feel yes. like if you just like yes. hollowed one out hell yeah and just okay, poured yourself beer. like a real I fucking good it. american wheat who i can't even think of the, the I, best i mean yeah. it'd be like, like a an yeah wheat or and then something. you can just sort of put your you can just sort of put chunks in of of thing in, in, in. The, hell in, yeah, yeah. so there we so would not only would so you would the just adjunct like would be out. the vessel and you could just drink from a little mini watermelon. Oh my god, just I love it so much. Full of beer, right? And instead of like yeah. a, instead of drinking out of a coconut, like a co- you're drinking out yeah. of a mini watermelon. Yeah, mini watermelon. Yeah. Full of like a weed. I love. Hell it. yeah. I'm doing it. So that, that's do what it. I would I'm do. So it would be not only would we be adding to the beer, the beer would be contained. That's by amazing. The adjunct. I love I'm that. telling you what, I'm gonna get in trouble because this, this at guy. some <laughs> at some point this week, I'm gonna go to the store. I'm gonna buy a mini watermelon. Get some wheat beer. I'm gonna figure out how to just make a hole Do you and have like a stick somehow. Blender? I don't. No, uh, what would However, be? However, I can find a way to just make a hole in a watermelon and then like slurry up the inside. Yeah. Pour a beer into it. Let it sit for a little bit so that you get yeah, that. Yeah, a little bit. Little and bit. then yeah, I saw, I saw I'm gonna a, get in trouble. I saw an Alton Brown <laughs> video where he he cored like a like a hole in a yeah. mini watermelon. Yeah. Put a stick blender in it and ran it around. I have a stick then, blender story for you at mm-hmm. some point. So, yeah, awesome. Now, I've done things where I've hollowed out mini watermelons and put, like, vodka jello to make, you know, like sure. shooters in it and, yeah, yeah. and and solidify the jello yeah, and yeah. ate it with a spoon out of the hollowed out watermelon. Not sure how much. Maybe. You judging me? No. Okay. No, no. <laughs> Come on now, Julia. <laughs> I love that. I absolutely. So Mark I might out. actually do that now. I know. Yeah. I want to do it. I want to get do like it. an Oberon mini keg or something like that, or like all <gasps> those like German yes. wheat beers. And there's so many like yes. so many great German mini kegs out there. This okay. So Woodburn Brewing is doing a mix. It's a cocktail, not a beer, yeah. but in a, a a vessel that's shaped like a mini garbage can. Okay. That apparently people are stealing because they're assholes. Right. I would love one, but I did the responsible thing and I actually reached out and said. How do I get one of these garbage right. can shaped drinking vessels? Because I need that in my life. And it's like, if people stop stealing them from the brewery, maybe we'll have some at the end of the season we can sell. And I'm like, not going to be that asshole. I'm not going to steal one. Damn it. Kind of same thing. <laughs> Someone needs to do that with the mini watermelons and whatever they're. They we, are. I saw. I saw a picture of the mini garbage can. It's fucking awesome. I know. I love it. I <laughs> it's love a it, fucking it, great it. idea. It is. Yes. It's brilliant. So, Marco, what is your self-created oh, adjunct? Yes, I, I've had the luxury of the past, I don't know, six, seven, eight minutes <laughs> to think about this. <laughs> yes. Uh, I would take um, Fat Tire. Okay. A, okay. a very salty, very, specific beer, very yeah. salty pretzel rod okay. and then a okay. fried grasshopper. Ooh, wait, okay, wait. I feel like at least two of those ingredients are remarkably easy to get. Yes. What, you so, could do okay. that very... The, the oh, fried Jumbo Jim's has fried grasshoppers. Well, there you go. So that's... Uh, as long as they got pretzel rods, you're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> they got pretzel rods Ooh, and fat Jumbo Jim's and pretzel rods. I don't know. Can you explain to me what a fried grasshopper tastes like? To where I, I have no idea, but in my head... But they have it? In okay. my head, it would be a, a salty... Um, a salty, bready addition with the okay. pretzel rod and then the grasshopper being fried okay. Uh, okay. to a fat tire, which is an amber. Yeah. And I think that's a perfect addition for an amber. Sure. 
You had you the shock top. We had the shock top pretzel, right? Yeah, I didn't love it. You didn't love it? Okay. No. So it, needed what makes it needed grasshopper. It needed gra- I was just I was going to say, what about that isn't what you're saying besides the grasshopper? Yeah. All right. It the needed, grasshopper sounds like a key ingredient. Yeah. It needed the grasshopper. You know what? Kind of. It's not a bug. It's a feature. <laughs> <laughs> Being in IT, on the, on the, on I respect glass, that so like a line. much. Oh, my like, God. Oh, it's a grasshopper right here. So this past cicada season, no one really did. A couple breweries made a quote-unquote cicada-esque beer. Right. But no one actually did a cicada adjuncted beer. So you might... Be onto that. Yeah, I call the beer readily uh, cicada available. Chaos, but I did yeah. not put cicadas. All right. No cicadas were harmed, harmed in, the in the making, making of, of this beer. podcast Coward. or the beer. <laughs> <laughs> I've been called worse. All right. So I'm going to really quickly run through, again, not exposing what the adjuncts were, what the beers were that they put through, but but Chris, Brian, Beth, and Josh's ideas for this. So Brian, I already said I thought that his idea was the best, and it's, it's the most commonly adjuncted beer mm-hmm. that plenty of people do without realizing they are adjuncting their own beer. Right. Chris's, well, I'm going to save Chris's for last. Josh's was something that you kind of see already, but he had different variants of the adjunct that he brought in. So he did a stout yes. and he added another level to, to those stouts, which even muddled didn't yeah. quite <laughs> work out for the taste. Yeah, I feel like that was, you know, it might be nice to, ha- it might be a better pairing than kind of, than, you know. Than an adjunct. Yes, yeah. yes. Now, dunking it, like dunking the fine. adjunct in, but keeping it separate, I think may have worked better. But I love the, the idea. I love the creativity there. Uh, let's see. They should have called the episode Death by Donuts. Yeah. Because they almost all died. Oh, really? <laughs> after I, eating that. Oh, no. The, the coughing, the the trying to eat them too fast, all of that kind of led to... Dear Lord. Kind of a, a... Not a pause in the action of the show, of the episode. I just thought that was part of the ambience. I mean, it was just kind of like the next level It, it was. Yeah. However... I think there was a real risk going on there that they just didn't want to alarm any of their listeners. <laughs> some medical emergency <laughs> happening on the Shift Spears <laughs> podcast. Yeah. But yeah, I think that, uh, Michael, your your thought on, <laughs> even though it was Death by Donuts, a pairing would have been more mm-hmm. fitting than adjuncting, even though I think the flavors but How would this you would How would have. you know if you didn't try it, though? It's true. Yeah, that's, a, that's an excellent point. Yeah. You never know until you try that's right. Mm-hmm. Which is why I'm, I guess it's good that they did it a pint at a time or however much they were doing. Uh, let's see, Beth. Beth's was pretty, pretty. I liked the concept of I what feel Beth like she's did. She kind of stole the show on that one. Fruit stripe yeah. gum yeah. in a Hefeweizen. Why not? The Although. Blue. Fruit stripe, you know, the, the fruit zebra gum. fruit stripe gum? Yeah. yeah. In a Hefeweizen. That's. The only. That's not what she did, was it? It's what we say she did. Oh. <laughs> so, but my only my only concern, all good. My mm-hmm. only concern with that, I loved the idea, like that burst of sweetness and fruitiness in in a beer. Yeah. But the flavor only lasts for the first sip, and then it's just completely gone. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. It's just, you don't. It's just... I mean, it's it's literally a one hit wonder. You take one drink right. and then the rest of your mug, your pint, your whatever, right, you know, like your the can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
It's a shame. They could have done so many great songs. I mean, they just yeah. didn't. They just no. Just a one-hit wonder. I'm just one-hit wonder. Yeah. And then I would round this up, even though he went second in the in the line of of beer adjuncts. Chris, his idea, his adjunct, I thought was going to be the best tasting, but he stole the show with with the muddling or trying. I like the to effort muddle. to muddle. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Without a muddler, is he, he the tap room manager? Too? Oh, he is. You know. And he instead of a muddler, a muddler? He, had a, he had a spoon. <laughs> he had a spoon that he broke, but then it yeah, improved broke, the muddling ability because it's yeah because it was sharp. It, it was, was at that amazing. Point, yeah. He could impale there, the. He could impale his. You, uh, you would think. Yeah. You would think, but apparently, the release of the the center goodness of his adjunct of choice did not happen. I mean, I guess I guess his adjunct was past his expiration date. They it's even, they even asked. Like, yeah. They right. even yeah, asked. What was the package date on Best Buy, yeah. Package, I, I package will on say, or Best Buy date, yeah. That whole conversation that kind of extended into what Josh brought for his adjunct because they tried to muddle that as well. Yeah. I have not laughed so much in such a short amount of oh, time. Oh, I mean, for real. Yes. It's <laughs> hilarious. And if you want more of the adjuncted goodness, subscribe to their Patreon because they did a video of additional adjuncts that were not in the main episode that Hell I will yeah. share with Marco because fuck you, Josh. Hell yeah. It's my money that I'm giving you. I'll do with it what I want. Right. That's sharing it with my friends. There we go. So be it. So, Julia. So, Marco. Is it that time? Almost. The last thing that I have written down is kind of tying back to some of the segmented good. stuff. Good, 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 good. We got another Brian the Brewer guy segment. Ah. Unintentionally. They're not calling it that yet, but when Brian okay. goes off and kind of describes, kind of goes in depth about the brewing process and how things work and some of the, the chemical reactions that happen when brewing beer or distilling, that kind of stuff. We need a Bri, 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 Brian, the science guy yeah. jingle. So, Nuber Report. A, let's make a jingle of that for Shift Beers. And B, I was the first to comment on your sticker for your latest episode. So, I'm looking for my T-shirt. Just saying. Yeah. Um, and call the drunk line. And call the drunk line. I don't know what international rates are, but the Nuber Report. International An rates. amazing group. Uh, group. It's, They're it's, sponsored. They can call. They can call. So the Nuber Report is two amazing guys in Swift, Swift Current Saskatchewan, if I can get the words out of my pie hole. They test Canadian craft beers and, and American craft beers. Testing and they talk about sports, mostly the, the, the puck ball. Is that what we're calling it? Yeah, the hockey? sports puck. Sure, the sports puck. There hey, you go. Yep. Yeah. So check out the Nuber Report. They are awesome. We love them. I cannot wait for them to visit the United States of America as... But yes, that's all that I had. So, Marco, please tell us about the most important part of our Shift Beers recap. Ah, Julia, the most important part of the Shift Beers recap is the burp count. There and we so go. burp count, oh uh, this is what we do. So we uh, count all the audible burps oh my from Shift Beers. And we give you a total number of burps and based off of a two ounce sample per burp, so a drink, mm -hmm. uh, we give you the total number of ounces and then we dumb that down to pints and let you know how many pints you would have had to have consumed during the course of the Shift Beers recording if you're doing the drinking game with Shift Beers. 
So I'm actually going to throw this over to our guest, Michael, to ah, do the burp count I love it. this week. So, Michael, if it. you would like to let our tens of listeners know oh, yes. the burp count numbers for so, episode, I can't read upside down, 84. 82. Well, oh, that's our show. Yeah, 82 yep. of Shift Beers. All good. There we go. All good. All right. So for your episode 82 of Shift Beers, there were 46 burps. Hell yeah. Which would lead to 92 ounces Not of beer bad. consumed. Uh, which is five and three quarters pints of beer if you were playing along with the shift beers drinking burp game. Nice. That's a good night. No, that's, that that's fair. That's, that's, that's a good that's night. A, that's, that's, <laughs> yes. that's pretty good. You'd probably produce some of your own yes, in you that situation. Would. <laughs> Hopefully right. that would not multiply your own drinking. Yeah, that's, that's pretty that's solid. True. Pretty solid there, group. Excellent. Well, that was our recap of shift beers. It was... The most fun episode out of this week's recap. Um, we need to. All right. I, was there anything else we needed to cover? I think. I think we're done. I think uh, we're done with this episode. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, there's. I mean, we're gonna have to. We do. We're gonna do a bonus this week because we Mike was here, but I we think that as far bonus, as podcasts. Yeah. Uh, that's. Yeah. Uh, that's about it. Uh, we do have our uh, wrap up. We need to do. Yes, uh, we do. Let it, let all the audience know about uh, the things, all things Truth Beer Pod. Uh, mm-hmm. But we should uh, probably take a quick break and um, make sure everyone's topped off because okay. we, uh, before we end the full episode, we cannot mm-hmm. cheers on empty glasses, sir. It's true. Okay. It's true. All right, real quick I break, accept. and then we're going to wrap this up and let you guys go on your way. So we'll be right back. Oh, man, we're back again. And this time we're back just to wrap things up. So thank you, everyone, so much for listening to episode 44 of Truth, Beer, and Podsequences. If you want to support us, you can start off by supporting the podcast that we recap because if they're not creating any content, then we have no content to create for you. So listen to them, subscribe to them, share their stuff. For us specifically, you can support Truth, Beer, and Podsequences by liking, subscribing, reviewing, all that normal stuff on any of your podcatchers and podcast places of choice. You can follow us on social media. We are at Truth Beer Pod everywhere. Anything you want to tell us about the show that won't fit on social media, email us, truthbeerpod at gmail.com. For a super nice aggregation of all of these things, go to truthbeerpod.com, which also contains a support us link if you would like to throw us a couple bucks so we can continue to buy beer to drink during the show or to upgrade our equipment or to get ever so much closer to figuring out how the hell to do video content for you guys exactly and and uh those funds helped us uh pay for the sponsorship uh, yeah, that we Cincy gave Brewcast. to uh Sensi Brewcast absolutely so which thank you to everybody for there. that yes uh, so definitely do all those. If you have any complaints about the show, at Raging Hop on Twitter, please let him know what you don't like about what we're doing, and we will provide those to you. I, I don't know if we just haven't gotten any more complaints or if he's just waiting until he has some good ones to give them is, to us. he's swamped with complaints, and he just oh, can't get back to us. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, do that. And we also post all of our episodes other than our point fives, our calendar episodes on YouTube. So search us out on YouTube. Give, give us a subscribe there. Other than that, I don't have anything else. How about you, Marco? No, Julia. Uh, what are you going to be doing um, next Tuesday? Uh, next Tuesday, I'm going to be listening to, well, prior to Tuesday, I'm going to be listening to all of the Cincinnati Craft Beer podcasts that are out there. 
And then on Tuesday, I'm going to be coming to BC's Bottle Lodge Montgomery, where I will meet up with you to talk about them. Sounds like a plan, Julia. Awesome. Uh, thank Michael, you to thank our, you. Our, our guest. Thank you, guys. Thank you Michael, so much. This is awesome. And uh, cheers, cheers, everyone. Cheers. Have a great one, guys. And we will see you next week. Thank you.